This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Welcome to 2024. As always, in the month of January, I do a 31-day series entitled 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. In the month of January 2024, we'll be doing that, and today is day one. This year, I'm going to open with some of the key speeches from the Department of Justice in 2023 and how those speeches really portend what DOJ enforcement will look like and equally importantly, what you as a compliance professional will need to do to respond to these new DOJ initiatives. While there were, of course, multiple FCPA enforcement actions from 2023, I really think these speeches from the Department of Justice portend Uh, where the DOJ is going with enforcement and give us greater insight to what their expectations were going to be. So we're going to uh, start this month by looking at these key speeches and other initiatives from the Department of Justice, and then we'll move into how you can respond for your compliance program. I know you'll enjoy this month of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program, and I know you'll find it informative. Day 12, your code of conduct. What is the value in having a code of conduct? In the early days, a code of conduct tended to be lawyer-written and lawyer-driven to wave in a regulator's face during an enforcement action as proof of overall ethical behavior. Is such a legalistic code still effective? Is a code of conduct more than simply your company's internal law? What should be the goal in the creation of your company's code of conduct? How important is a code of conduct? Consider the 2016 SEC enforcement action involving United Airlines, which turned on the violation of the company's code of conduct. The breach of the code of conduct was determined to be an FCPA internal controls violation. It involved a clear quid pro quo benefit paid out by United Airlines to David Sampson, the former chairman of the board of directors of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, the public government entity which has authority over, among other things, United's operations at the company's huge East Coast hub in Newark, New Jersey. The actions of United's former CEO, Jeff Smizek, in personally approving the benefit granted to favor Samson violated the company's internal controls around gifts to government officials by failing to not only follow the United Airlines Code of Conduct, but violating it as well. The $2.4 million civil penalty leveled on United was in addition to its 2016 non-prosecution agreement settlement with the Department of Justice, which resulted in an additional $2.25 million. The scandal also cost uh, United the resignation of Smizek and two high-level executives from United. The ECCP has stated, as a threshold matter, 
prosecutors should examine whether the company has a code of conduct that sets forth, among other things, the company's commitment to full compliance with relevant federal laws that is accessible and applicable to all company employees. The Department of Justice antitrust guidance also specified, quote, if the company has a code of conduct or antitrust policies and procedures included in that document, end quote. In the 2020 FCPA resource guide and the 2023 ECCP and the antitrust guidance go on to make it clear that it is difficult to effectively implement a compliance program if it was not available in the local language so employees and foreign subsidiaries can access and understand it. When assessing a compliance program, the DOJ and SEC will review whether the company has taken steps to make certain the code of conduct remains current and effective and whether a company has periodically reviewed and updated its code. There are several purposes which should be communicated in your code of conduct. The overriding goal is for all employees to follow what is required of them under the code of conduct. You can do this by communicating those requirements to provide a process for proper decision-making then requiring that all such persons subject to the code of conduct put these standards into everyday business practices. Such actions are some of the best evidence that your company upholds and supports proper compliance. The substance of your code of conduct should be tailored to your company's culture and to its industry and corporate identity. It should provide a mechanism by which employees who are trying to do the right thing in compliance and the business ethics arena can do so. The code of conduct can be used as a basis for employee review and evaluation. It should be invoked if there is a violation. Your company's disciplinary procedures must be stated in the code of conduct. You should include all forms of discipline up to and including dismissal, for serious violations of the code. Further, your company's code should emphasize it will comply with applicable laws and regulations wherever it does business. The code needs to be written in plain English and translated into other languages so that all applicable persons can understand it. The three most important things about your compliance program are document, 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 and the same is true in communicating your company's code of conduct. You need to do more than simply put it on your website and tell folks it's there, available, and they should read it. You need to document that all employees and anyone else that your code of conduct is applicable to has read, received, and understood it. The DOJ expects that your company begin its compliance program with a very publicly announced, very robust code of conduct. If your company does not have one, you need to implement one forthwith. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, a code of conduct is a foundational document in any compliance program. And if your company doesn't have one, you need to put one in place immediately. Number two, the substance of your code of conduct should be tailored to your company's culture, to its industry, and to its corporate identity. Number three, document, document, document your training and communication efforts around your code of conduct. I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 13, where we take up policies and procedures. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.